Hi, I'm Jackie. And I'm Seth. And this is Never TMI. Where we talk about real things. Nothing is ever off limits. Well. Well. It is officially 2023. Oh my gosh, yes. Did you forget already? I mean, it's our first episode of 2023, which is kind of fun. Yeah. We're excited because today we are going to talk about forgiveness and how I particularly will like dive in, but particularly how I forgave Seth, like the journey of forgiveness towards Seth <laughs> during our first year. And a lot, like if you go back in, I think it was one, was it our very first episode or one of our first episodes? Of our story? Yeah. <clears throat> I think the very first episode was an introduction. So it'd be episode like the first real episode yeah yeah which is our first real episode yeah we you can reference there like kind of everything from our first year of marriage and just in general kind of like our story and all that and so there was a lot of forgiveness to be had and so we're kind of one of um someone who follows me on instagram actually this whole and this podcast yes and this podcast this whole um uh, topic was actually her idea and you know especially when I do Q&A's and stuff a lot of people will ask like how did you forgive him how did you move on like how like how do you get past that or like someone's in the thick of it right now and they're just like how like where do we go from here I don't really know you know these days it's like oh you throw in the towel when something goes wrong or when something gets really difficult or when you have to like work through something it's like that's kind of the go-to these days. And so, um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of like questions and just curiosity around that. So we thought, I mean, she literally DM'd me and was like, can you please do an episode on that? And I was like, I think that's a great idea. So So, yeah, who, we won't share names, but yeah. Right. But again, we, you know, this podcast is really meant to serve you guys or our, our listeners. And so we really appreciate feedback. Um, that helps us a lot. And obviously, you know, liking things and that gets, gets us published in the podcast, but really also in your input. So if there's ever topics that y'all want to hear in the future, um, we would definitely welcome those. And that just kind of mm-hmm. gives us great ideas and kind of gives us direction that we can take this thing in. So thank you for, um, the undisclosed person for, you know, asking for this topic. Yeah. Like Um, we share for a reason. It's nice. And it's nice for us to like talk through things and to like really even deep dive into that for ourselves. Like it's nice. And so, um, we want to be as open as possible. And so, and again, this is just our experience. So we'll literally talking. Yeah. This isn't like our story. Yeah. We're not, uh, no experts, professional, yeah, professional anything. (laughs) Nope, not here. Not here. We're just <clears throat> talking from experience. So I would say for me, number one, when it came to if we're going off of like, okay, everything that happened, we're aware of everything that happened and just a minor, minor recap. There were just things that he was dishonest about that I had no clue about. And then he just kind of came out with all of it. Um, he was caught and then decided to like literally tell me everything over a period of I'm pretty sure months. So um, I knew right off the bat that I wanted to like the route I was going to take was okay, we literally had just got married. And I was like, all right, like I could see his heart and I wanted to forgive him and move forward. Um, I would say, number one, like making that conscious decision um, knowing that it was going to be like a process, making the decision in my head and standing firm in that and like knowing, like having the intention of I'm going to forgive him, like I'm I'm going to choose to forgive, I think is like step one, important, non-negotiable, just because it's not just going to naturally happen on its own. Like I, I had to be aware of the fact that like I can get bitter. I like... I didn't want to like move forward just like resenting you and treating you poorly and like holding it against you because that affects me too. So 
I think number one, it was just like, okay, I want to move forward. I want to have a healthy relationship. I want to not be bitter towards you, not hate you, not be angry with you. Like I want my heart to feel light and free mm-hmm. in my mind and I want our relationship to be good. So therefore I, I have to forgive you. I have no choice. So making that choice. And that's even, you know, regardless of whether or not we worked it out to even stay together. It's mm-hmm. like for your personal being, Absolutely. even if we, you know, went our separate ways at that point. Like, <clears throat> and I think that almost gets to the point of like, what is forgiveness? And it's almost like, it's like harboring these feelings mm-hmm. towards someone or something from a, a specific moment in your past that like until mm-hmm. you break the tie of that you're you're constantly tied to this moment in your past whether you're thinking about it or not <clears throat> right and, and that's the thing that's the scary thing about unforgiveness is unforgiveness will actually change you over time the mm-hmm. longer you hold on to it mm-hmm. and it's just you have these feelings and emotions you know wrapped up and it's really a process of just you know trying to unwind these emotions and work yeah. through it you know emotionally physically spiritually and and i think you know like before we get too deep in this forgiveness is a very deep topic and yeah so there's a lot of other resources if you want to oh absolutely. I, I think one that stands out to us is michael todd with Transformation Church, they did a whole series called FU University, mm-hmm. which is, f- or no, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's called FU for <laughs> Forgiveness University. <laughs> I threw in an extra, extra it's U called there. FU. Yeah, University. FU Forgiveness. Forgiveness. <laughs> forgiveness University. They do a whole series <laughs> on forgiveness, which is probably the most in depth I've ever heard on the it topic. It was so unbelievable. If this, if that's something that you think you might benefit from, that's probably the first resource I would turn you to. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. And like it, even if if I hadn't forgiven him, like I would still be so fearful. I would still be like. There's so many repercussions that come from unforgiveness. And honestly, it sucks because like, and I, I always thought this, this was like one of the first things that came to mind. If ever he like did something or even like, even if I do something where I'm like, okay, like I got to tell you something, Seth or whatever. Like I always think how much it stinks and how, frustrating and difficult it is because you the one who is like hurt the one who was wronged has to do like the hard work you know not to say the other person doesn't have to like put effort in what are you (laughs) 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 it's called fu university that was funny i didn't even catch it honestly um but yeah like you the one who's wrong to the one that gets hurt I always was just like, you've got to be kidding me. If he lied about something or if he did something that I was just like, are you kidding? Cause this forgiveness is so hard. It's such, it's a lot of work. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not just like, Oh, I forgive you. And we move on. Like, yes, saying it is powerful, but like, Oh my gosh, there's so much that goes into it. So I would be pissed because I'm like, great. Now I have so much, like I, I knew what it took to like, get to the point of true forgiveness and it's okay that it takes time but like typically the one who's hurt the one that um was lied to the one that whatever is the one who has to do the most work the healing work of like all the things making sure you're not bitter making sure you're not like operating out of fear making sure that you're not like treating them some kind of way or harboring bitterness or like talking about them poorly to other like you it, it's i don't know yeah and th- and that is the the really sucky thing i guess for better lack of terms yeah. it's like the person who has wronged you kind of also gets the easy end of the stick when it comes to the actual like walking in forgiveness yeah. and and they do have a part and we'll get into that for totally. sure but like I, like jackie's saying you know forgiveness is a choice mm-hmm. um by both parties but 
you know, I, I, the first choice has to be the person who was wronged has mm-hmm. to make that choice to to then come back and forgive. Yeah. Um, and that <clears throat> usually is harder when you are the one that's been wronged or, and, and you know, whatever that, yeah. whatever's been done, like you're going through all the emotions, all the, the trauma from that. Mm-hmm. And on top of it, now you have to kind of, like it, it's up to you to really make that choice of whether or not I'm going to yeah. forgive you or not. And, and I think, you know, forgiveness was, there's a lot of parallels to an actual like relationship, I think, yeah. because kind of like what you were saying, like with a relationship, choosing to get married, let's say for an example, choosing to get married is simple, but then walking a marriage out over years and years and and decades, that's where it's hard. And yeah. it's, it's kind of like forgiveness in the sense that choosing to forgive is a simple act, but then mm-hmm. the act of, of walking in forgiveness, you know, after the fact is mm-hmm. where it gets hard. And, and you were talking that, you know, with thoughts of bitterness, negative thoughts, negative emotions, like watching your tongue and the things that you say, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's where forgiveness that's where like the journey is. That's where the yeah. the hard work comes in. Mm-hmm. And there were times like I would be sitting next to him and everything was going great and it would just come to mind. Like something would come to mind and I would just get an attitude and it was like little things like that. It it or just fear, like fear too. Like something would come to mind and I'm like, Man, what if um and to be completely honest, like to be a hundred percent honest it's been almost six years and there's still things like I am not a trusting person. And so, Mm. um, just by nature, like there are people that are like, Oh, I forgive so easily. And I just like, I'm so naive. No, that is not me. I am the complete opposite. And I, I have been hurt in the past. So like, I do not trust easily whatsoever. Um, and it's really to this day, there's times where I just have to remind myself like, you know, not all, not, not even like, oh, he's never going to do anything to me again. Cause that's not healthy. That's not true. Um, and that's, I think that's why it, the fall was extra hard for you because in the beginning I had built up a perfect image of like, totally. I've never lied to you. I've like, I went like into I'm, marriage thinking like, yeah. And that's wow. what she's, that's what she told me. Yeah. And so it's just like when you have this image of, you know, this person doesn't have many flaws, mm-hmm. which was not true at all. Like I don't have to worry about this. And yeah, and then lo and behold, you know, and, and that's not to say that you should also just live with a, a tainted mindset of like, well, this person is. I can always expect the worst. Like absolutely yeah. not. They need to grow and change. And mm-hmm. he absolutely has. It's more so like. And there's, there's other issues. It's not like, you know, not everything stems from like, oh, he's lying to me about a secret life. (laughs) Like, no, that's not the case anymore. And I'm confident that that will never happen again. However, there's other little things that like, um, or like his job, like going into real estate or he's in real estate, but, um, kind of like working somewhere, like he's going to work at like a brokerage and, there's like little fears that come in. Like I haven't had to face that ever, like in our marriage really since like the very beginning. Um, so like other people, other women, like, and again, I, I trust and know him. It's more so like me having to work through in my mind, like things from the past that I'm like, Ooh, okay. It's okay. So, um, I guess it kind of, you know, Forgiveness honestly reminds me a lot of trust too. Just like, it's like, oh, I can say I trust you, but like that work, it mm-hmm. takes so much work. So, um, and all, you know, forgiveness isn't forgetting. And I no. think that's, you know, I think that's common sense, but like when you forgive someone, that doesn't mean you have to forget the things that have happened. Yeah. And I think something for us that we've really learned even since starting this podcast is the power of revisiting those moments mm-hmm. <clears throat> that required forgiveness and not just brushing it under the rug to say, okay, this happened. We forgave each other mm-hmm. and now 
<clears throat> excuse me, and now we are, you know, now we're past it and we're moving on and we're never going to look back. Yeah. Because that's where I think a lot of the, you miss out on a lot of the growth when you, when you do that or if yeah. you choose to sweep it under the rug. And, because really, those moments in the very beginning of our relationship to where we are now, that is what's gotten us to this place now. I don't know that we would have have as deep of a relationship as we would have now without going through something like that. And yeah. so whenever you go through something hard, like that's that's a refining process, even though it's, you know, maybe the um, the intent or, you know, at the moment it wasn't a good thing. Mm-hmm. But that's when... You know, having hope that all things can be turned to good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's really something that we've seen yeah, play and out I, in our marriage. I think in a rela- in any, not even just like a marriage, a friendship, a mother-in-law or father-in-law relationship, right. a co-worker, like it, yeah, it's, it can be like a defining, like it's important. It, like he said, you don't have to forget. So like, it's important to use those things to either set boundaries moving forward or to kind of be aware. It's like, okay, I'm not going to like hate you and, and treat you like garbage, but like I know that I maybe can't get, I, I, I know that I don't really want you in my life past a certain point or um, I can now become aware that like maybe I can't trust you as much as I thought or maybe you're not for me like I thought you were like it's it's not like forgiving someone means that you're just at their mercy and that like it's like okay it's like no you you can forgive someone and then kind of proceed with caution and know use it and know how to like move forward in that relationship mm-hmm. obviously we were married so like I knew we both knew like what we wanted and I'm so thankful, so thankful. It would have been way harder if Seth was not willing to like do his part because he was. And, um, I always say this, but like I could have said, I, it makes me feel some type of way. If you eat grape jelly, he would have done it. So like it didn't have to make sense. He was kind of at my mercy. Absolutely. In a sense, um, to where, I had to be careful not to take advantage of that and be like, no, I don't want you to go out tonight because no, um, I don't trust you. I don't like them. So it's not happening. Like he was, we were both in vulnerable positions and really had to, which is why like good character, maturity, like matter in a relationship because I could have mm-hmm. totally walked all over him. And, um, well, that's a great point. And okay. can I say to yeah. that? something that I had to go through um, from that is like we would have these, you know, again, this was a process and I felt like we would have these breakthrough moments throughout the process. And I would be like, okay, great. We talked it out. We hashed it out. Like we just had a great conversation. I felt like we made progress. Mm -hmm. But when it's a struggle for you emotionally of like, you keep having these reoccurring thoughts or fears Mm -hmm. It was a struggle for me in the sense that I would get frustrated when I would think that, okay, she's over it. Mm-hmm. But really, there was so much there that, again, like she's saying, even six years from now, like we're still, not that we're, we're necessarily dealing with it, but we have to be cautious of letting those feelings yeah. creep back in. And so it's like mm-hmm. when I was expecting things to be done, I would get frustrated when it would start resurface again. Mm-hmm in the sense that she doesn't trust me or mm-hmm. she's, it might feel like she's abusing because she's saying, don't eat grape jelly. And I'm saying, why can't I have grape jelly? So mm-hmm. it's like, which is an example, by the way. Yeah, that's just the, <laughs> but yeah, absolutely. He's like, what the heck? Haven't I done enough? And it's like, I, we were, it was, it was hard sometimes. Cause I'm like, are you kidding me? Like I am at the very end, like this, I'm giving you as much as I possibly can. And he's like, he didn't, he was not in my shoes. So it's Mm -hmm. like, you know, if the roles were reversed, you probably wouldn't feel great about this either, but like, you're not, you know? And for him, it was the same. It was, I, I'm sure like if I were in his shoes, I'd be like, 
because I remember I used to lie literally all the time growing up like when I was a, a an old kid I don't want to say like a young adult because I was like 16 17 18 but I lied all the time and I remember it was probably like a week of me just like not lying and after that I was like how can you not believe me <laughs> like of course I'm telling the truth so with with when it comes like people like it obviously took a lot of work on his end too to like earn your trust earn my trust and but it took it was like such a process and it's like oh no you damaged years and years worth of like trust and it Mm. it's just interesting but i also remember like i know that everyone is not a believer by any means and so we never try to come across like we we don't just want to talk to people who like love the lord or are christians or anything like that um but something that really helped and encouraged me it was actually kind of like, not like a slap in the face. It was it was like hard to hear, but it changed my life honestly. So I remember, um, I was dry, I was on the way to shoot a wedding. Actually, I used to shoot weddings. That was just my job. I was a photographer. I went to school for it. Um, <laughs> what? It just sounds like a, such a violent term. Oh, shoot, shoot a wedding. wedding! I know. Like I'm gonna. Oh yeah, I have a shoot with her tonight. But anyway, okay. so um, I was driving to photograph the wedding and I called my mom because I was so stressed and I think Seth and I were in an argument um and he wanted I think he was going it was like a not a guy's trip but it was like one of his friends that I wasn't necessarily 100% fond of like I liked him but I just didn't like trust who was going to be there or like I couldn't be there Um, so I was like, I just don't want him to go. Like, I don't want him to go, but I don't have any other reason other than like, I'm petrified. Like, what if this happens? What if that happens? Um, and I called my mom and I was just like panicking because I was like, I don't want to be the psycho that's like, no, you can't go because I'm not there. And I, and I was not in a place where I trusted him. Um, but we were like past the hump and kind of working on it. And, um, it was really helpful cause she was like, you, she's like, I'm not going to sit here and give you like false hope. Like, I'm not going to sit here and tell you like nothing will happen, you know, like, and he, she literally loves Seth. Like both my parents do, but their and their wisdom is unbelievable. Um, so it wasn't like, I don't know, maybe he is probably going to hurt you knowing him. It was more so just like you're not in control of him. Like you literally, I don't care how long you've been married. I don't care how much you love him. You aren't, he, he can do whatever. Like his actions are not up to you, unfortunately. So as much as you are like, Mm -hmm. he cannot treat me this way, whatever. She's like, you have no control over what he does. So I'm not going to sit here and tell you like, oh, he's not going to cheat on you. There's no way. Like, she's like, I, I don't know that. But I do know that, like, if, like, worst case scenario, like, if that were to happen, he is not your end-all be-all. Like, the Lord is. And the Lord will literally never fail you. He will never hurt you. He will never wrong you. He is always going to be your friend. He's always going to be there. And it was just, like, it helped me take Seth off of this, like, Mm. pedestal. It helped me. It, It was, like... She's like, your life, if your whole life and all of your emotions and your joy and your peace is all wrapped up in a fallen man, like someone who is capable of hurting you and all that, like that's not a very stable um, foundation. Like, but if you just take him down a little bit because he doesn't deserve to be on that pedestal, the Lord does. If you put him up there, like you're good. That's not going anywhere. So you can still, even if it hurts you, absolutely, it's going to hurt. But like, you can still have peace. You can still have joy. You can still Mm -hmm. be okay emotionally. And like, not your whole world isn't going to crumble because your whole world is not Seth. And that literally changed my life and was like, you know what? And I'm not naive to think that nothing can happen. I, our marriage is one that I'm so thankful for. Like, it is amazing to me. It's not perfect by any means. And if you were to ask me today, like I, I would 
like billions of dollars, I would bet on our marriage, like right now, whatever. In 10 years, who knows? You know, you you literally never know. And that's the truth. And that's unfortunately the hard truth. And I used to live in fear and be like, no, it better be perfect. It better be good. And he better not hurt me and not, whatever. But like, I am not naive to think that like nothing is possible because I've seen the impossible happen. I've seen the most outrageous, like you would have never thought thing happen. And while I pray that that nothing of that sort ever happens and that this marriage lasts till the end, that's what I wholeheartedly believe. Like my faith is not like he is going to hurt me again. You know, doesn't have to be so aggressive, (laughs) but like I'm going to hurt him. He's going to hurt me for the rest of time. But like, if my whole world is not like bent on Seth hurting me and mm-hmm. like potent whatever he might do my whole like and then my mind shifts oops and I'm not okay and emotionally I'm like not able to keep friendships and whatever like I it's just not dependent on him and it, that makes me feel more okay you know what a great message of hope, I think. And I didn't I didn't really even know that. So Yeah. Great job, Mimi. I never told you that. I don't I don't remember that, but I mean that's <sighs> just such a powerful like everything Jackie said was spot on. And I yeah. think I well, hope thank you. I hope that those hearing and listening to that really see that like putting your hope in something or putting your trust in something that can't fail. Mm-hmm that is where hope comes from. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I think that that just provides, you know, the perspective of anything could happen to me and regardless of whatever happens, I know I can be okay. Mm-hmm. Even if the relationship doesn't work out, you, if you were wronged by mm-hmm. someone, you please hear our words and say that there is hope Mm -hmm. that things can turn around and get better. Totally. Even if it's not the way you think about it, even if it takes a hundred years, like never, never lose hope. Mm -hmm. And so thank you for, for sharing that. Um, Yeah. And it also gives you like a sense of peace. Like I mm -hmm. calling my mom, I was so frantic and just like, I don't want to go. I think I was crying. I was just like, Oh no. And after that I was like, whatever, have fun. If like, it almost gives you a leg up because it's like, bro, I'm going to be fine with or without you. Like, I know who I am. I know what you have. I know my worth. I know that I'm wonderful. I know that I'm a catch. I know that I'm a gift to you, to whoever gets to have me. So like, if you're, if you can't appreciate that, and if you are going to hurt me, I will be fine. It just like, changed my perspective and like it really I don't know so when it comes to forgiveness like um and peace and all that kind of stuff like again it doesn't always it doesn't just not in a relationship um but any kind of acquaintance any kind like I said like a mother-in-law father-in-law whatever a friendship um just letting just taking them off the pedestal of like I'm so shocked and I cannot believe you heard me I don't know where to go from here it's like Mm -hmm. just remove them and kind of remember people are people they will always be and you know you work on the hard part unfortunately of like just remaining a person of good character when it comes to forgiveness like it takes maturity and it takes a lot of humility and um like shooting your pride down to forgive someone who hurt you but it's so worth it and you're going to be a healthier person for it um but then yeah also just moving forward remembering that like they're literally not perfect um someone recently said like I just found out my husband has been watching porn for like years and years and years um and I didn't know about it like I don't know what to do I don't know where to go from here and there's there's nothing more like heart wrenching. Well, it, it, it's on just, that's one of like, that's a big thing. Like that's a thing that, um, feels like unbearable. You're like, 
oh well like I don't I literally don't know what to do from here um, and while that's like a whole nother conversation moving forward and in your process of like forgiving and trying to forgive like it's such a journey it might take years um just keep in mind that like they can fail again and like what are you going to do with that are you okay are you in a healthy enough spot like a lot of forgiveness is like self-work so like are you in a healthy enough spot like can you handle that if if that were to happen again because if not like Mm -hmm. maybe you should start focusing on that um because they're human, you know? Yeah. Um, a couple of things, I guess, immediately to that point. You know, forgiveness is definitely a, like Jackie's saying, it, it's, there, I guess there's different levels of, forgis- of forgiveness as well. So, like, mm-hmm. you forgiving someone else, but also you forgiving yourself. Mm-hmm. And, I, I, you know, you've mentioned it a couple of times. I think we should circle back to it. But, like, Mostly we're talking about forgiveness in a marriage here. But, mm-hmm. like, if if it's forgiving a friend or mm-hmm. forgiving a, a relative or something like that, like, I think there's also different levels of forgiveness, and you have to be the judge of what, you know, forgiveness is, is you letting go internally. So it's a personal process, yeah. like you're saying. I think you then also have to judge the relationship, and mm-hmm. is it worth it for me to then... Yeah. To like to, you know, try to rebuild the relationship. And, you know, I think there's definitely instances where there are times where you have to cut ties. And mm-hmm. absolutely. And, and so physically you might be separating from them or re- removing yourself or setting severe boundaries. Um, but still, it's a it's a heart issue. Like forgiveness is a heart issue. And I've I've um essentially forgiven someone for wronging me mm-hmm. and I'm not going to hold that against them anymore. Mm-hmm. And so, I, and I, but I think, you know, the other part is for the person who maybe who's messed up, like for me, I had to also then forgive myself mm-hmm. for the thing that I did. And that is a completely independent, you know, journey. Yes. And so that that's, um, I don't know. That's also a process because, mm-hmm. and I think that's something that I really struggled with, you know, at the beginning of yeah. when all this comes out is I felt so bad for the things that I did in the way that you know, ultimately I cheated Jackie when everything was exposed. It was just like a humbling, eye opening. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't really even believe I was caught up in as much as that I was, as much as I was. Mm-hmm. And so then. But I think the, that even goes to show how, low your self-esteem was because you were caught in so much like Mm -hmm. it was because you were so ashamed and so like it was you just got yourself in this like web of lies because there was like your worst fear was like oh my gosh like for her to know Mm -hmm. the truth about me is was the most petrifying thing what if I lose her so like yeah it's not like you were just so fine with hurting me. It was just more worth it to you mm-hmm. um, because your self-esteem was just like nothing. And he still to this day is that way. Like, mm. I feel like you, you care. He has to like, he's very aware of like the way that he comes across and his image. And it's like, yeah, it's important to you, which can be a good and bad thing. Right. But I guess last point I'll say to then on, on the different types of forgi- of forgiveness. So, like, there's a forgiveness between Jackie and I, a mutual forgiveness. <clears throat> there's a forgiveness between me and myself mm-hmm. for me, you know, essentially wronging myself because of, of I violated my character at this point. Mm-hmm. And um, I think the third would then be you know, there's definitely also relationships where, you know, you Someone, might oh, sorry, go ahead. you might want forgiveness and the other person doesn't want it. And so it's like... Or the other person isn't sorry. Or they're not sorry or maybe, they, maybe they're dead. Like, who knows? Like, mm-hmm. there, and I think that's another level of forgiveness is it's about you getting right 
in your heart mm-hmm. to then like you're you're kind of saying like once I've taken you off the pedestal, whoever's wronged you and i'm and I'm good with God or whoever I'm good with myself and and I think that's really part of the journey of forgiveness is like working on yourself mm-hmm. and part of that healing process I, I would definitely recommend you take time to work on yourself personally because that's another I guess another layer to it all is yes we had to work on our relationship a lot after everything blew up mm-hmm. I also had to work on myself a lot because I knew I had a lot of personal issues that led me to that point in my life Jackie mm-hmm. had to work on herself a lot knowing I need to learn to work tr- to gain trust back and so it like I would never stop your personal growth journey mm-hmm. um especially when you're you know dealing with unforgiveness because I think that's that's what's going to get you mm-hmm. I think to continue growing together as you grow personally you're continuing to become a better version of yourself that's going to you know that's going to roll over to the relationship as well yeah, like, and forgiving you had very little to do with, like, you, you know? It's such a... Right. It's a very personal... Yeah, it was like, if I hadn't forgiven you, I would not be okay. I would be an anxious, fearful wreck. I would be so robbed of joy and peace and, like, I would be affecting my kids' lives, like even if he's wonderful and dandy and moved on and a great person. But like, if I hadn't forgiven him, that would solely affect me. Um, Oh, I guess it would affect everyone around me in like a negative way. But Mm -hmm. my point is like forgiveness is very much so for you. Um, Way less than it is for the other person. Like, yeah, Seth, I forgive you. Like, that's great for him. But like, the work is for you. Um, And even just to give like a tangible example of like how to forgive someone, it's like there's a lot that goes into it, but just knowing that it will take time, um, any feelings that like might come up or like it's literally a day by day process, whether you're in like the real beginning thick of it, or like down the road where thoughts are just coming to your mind, like when thoughts would come to mind, I would just try to like remind myself of the truth. And again, bump him off of that pedestal a little bit and be like, it's okay. Like I don't need to sit here and have an attitude with him. I don't need to be petty. Um, just like reinforcing like, whew, okay. He, he did something (laughs) then, but he did not do something right now. Like we've talked about it. There's nothing new. So like, let me, move forward let me like have a good attitude and like literally change my face right now um little things like that helped a lot and then I would also say communicating with you like Mm -hmm. if something did come to mind and I couldn't quite shake it like there were absolutely times where I would just like have to take that thought throw it away and move on but there were also times where I was like I'm really upset and I can't believe that you did that. And I'm just like sitting there right now and I can't move forward communicating that with you. Like letting me see your emotions about it was really helpful for me to understand. Well, this is actually where she's at Yeah, because of me. But then that also allowed me to come in or it helped me to like reassure her fears or her thoughts and just to really understand like, okay, how, how has this actually affected you internally? Yeah. Because we don't have, you know, on my end, I'm not feeling the things that she's feeling. I can yeah. see, you know, some of the, the stuff yeah, on the external part, but like, you know, she's probably casting out thoughts all, all day, day long. long. Yeah. And so that really was helpful for me to see. Rather than like giving him a cold shoulder or like having an attitude and having him have to kind of walk on eggshells. It was like, look, even if it were every night, like I'm really struggling. I'm having a hard time. I'm crying. I'm sad. I'm so hurt. It's like nothing. And even if like 
his words didn't mean a whole lot. It was still really like they meant something and it was helpful to be reassured and affirmed of like, like sometimes it, sometimes his words didn't do anything, but sometimes they would, it would really actually help me. And I would be like, okay, I believe you a little bit. Like I, I believe you or like him having to get creative and, and really speak from his heart and be like, you know, him being honest and saying like, uh, like why he did so-and-so or, um, whatever, like, just don't shy away from the conversation and the communication aspect of it because that might be what it takes. Like it might take a lot of conversations and a lot of like, Hey, I'm still hurt about this. And like, even if there's nothing new to talk about, it's like, sometimes you need a little affirmation, um, just like you need in friendships and all that kind of stuff. And I think too, you know, true forgiveness is going to bear fruit of, forgiveness like yeah if if someone's really forgiven you you should be able to see over time like changes in their behavior and Mm -hmm. i I think that's kind of what you're saying is like as we went on and as jackie forgave me and i apologized like i also had to show that i was changing as a human Mm -hmm. for her then to say like okay i can actually trust you a little Mm -hmm. bit um and if i didn't then like, why would she, like, you know, why would yeah. she, for or not forgive, but why would she, like, continue to move on and move yeah. forward in relationships? So, like, if, you know, if yeah. you're in a, a scenario where you need forgiveness or have asked for forgiveness, then that other person should also be showing signs to, of fruit that, like, okay, I, I actually forgive you and I'm mm-hmm. working to reconcile my wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I think another tangible thing though mm-hmm. in the journey of forgiveness is counseling. Oh yeah, absolutely. And just that's something that we didn't do soon enough. No. And um I mean, we literally it was like we got into a massive fight and Seth just like booked it on his own cuz either I didn't want to do it, he didn't want to do it in the beginning, then I didn't want to do it. I was like, no. Like I just I don't know what it was. I think it was just like pride or whatever, but I was just like, it was a lot. It was time, time, was money, money, everything. It I was, was just like, like we, we don't really need know. it. Yeah. We, like we didn't have a, a recommended counselor. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to go somewhere random and what, and then the whole process of like inviting someone into your relationship. I was just like, no, but we had gotten into one random big argument and he just like did it. And it was, we should have done it years and years and years ago. Um, so, yeah, sometimes inviting someone else into your marriage is crucial. And then I'd also say a, a tangible thing would be getting to, like, the root of, I don't know, like, sometimes you, sometimes you're, like, angry towards someone or frustrated or um, you were hurt by them, but you don't even know why, like you don't even know what the root of those feelings are. Like someone can just make you feel some type of way. Um, so I think like moving on, like fully moving on and being like, I don't know, I just don't feel attracted to you. I don't feel like, you know, I want to be around you. I would rather go hang out with my friends and be with my sisters, or I don't feel like maybe you have been hurt and you need to like find the root of of um i don't know those feelings and i just had a conversation with someone recently where they were just like i don't even know like why i can't stand him and i don't want to be around him but like talking through it maybe and with someone who like knows your relationship or talking through it with your spouse and being like i'm just going to lay everything out and be like here's how I'm feeling. I don't know why. And maybe getting to the root of it too. Um, cause sometimes you don't even know, but you, that you have been wronged or hurt or you feel those feelings and like, you just got to get them out on the table and figure out like a root, um, just by communication or actually like diving into those feelings and being like, why don't I feel attracted to you? Why are we just like roommates right now? And like, is there something that, you know, you did that hurt me that I don't even know. Um, 
I think is important too because that's happened as well. And I feel like it's pretty common, but mm-hmm. yeah. I think the last two pieces of, of advice I would give for practical ways of forgiving. Um, one is going to be praying for them. Mm-hmm. So like really just praying for the other person to have a change of heart to come around to, you know, through communicating be able to see eye to eye on the same level and understand each other. Mm-hmm. So I think the power of prayer is huge. And then I think <clears throat> maybe even the biggest one though is true forgiveness. Or I think you can forgive someone to a point to where you're okay. Mm-hmm. But I think to go from okay to great, you have to then take it to another level where you actually bless the person that wronged you. Mm-hmm. And so like if in our in our case, and I, I remember this, I, I think I remember that there was a moment I came home from work and Jackie, like after, you know, the main piece of our story kind of unfolded and we were way off, but I came home from work one day and it was like, I remember the, the meal that was made mm-hmm. on the table And it was an act of Jackie, like, serving me. And it was just like, when she blessed me, even though I didn't deserve it, that was the ultimate moment of, like, she's choosing to, like, she's choosing to do this with me. She's gonna, and I don't know. I think that is really when you you sow a seed to your own heart Mm -hmm. to say, like, Regardless of this, I'm gonna go above and beyond. I'm gonna be the bigger person. I'm gonna I'm gonna sow a seed to this person to say I forgive you, but I'm also not just gonna forgive you. I'm gonna bless you, mm-hmm. and I think that is the key, really the key to to forgiveness and moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a great point. Yeah, I mean, the Lord, like you said, praying for them. The Lord can do a heck of a lot more than you ever could in any conversation and in, in their heart, everything. And then, yes, I think that's a wonderful, wonderful point is just choosing. I highly recommend, um, I forget who it's by, but it's called the way of agape is the book. And it, that was another life changing thing that was actually recommended to me by a friend. Um, but it was so helpful. And that is like, kind of like one of the main parts of the book is like, she was so wronged and so hurt and her husband and her were like, whatever. But, uh, she had a part in it too, you know? And so when she started to like serve him and love him well, and, you know, not have certain conversations that she might've wanted to had wanted to have, she might've wanted to have, um, like that's a lot. Um, and literally like when the word says like, pray for your enemies, serve your enemies. Like Seth was literally my enemy. Okay. That absolutely was how it felt. But it really, like he said, like you, you will be absolutely blessed. Your marriage will be blessed if you step outside of yourself and choose to continue to like act in love and serve. And it, it changes something in your heart to where it just breaks down that wall. And it's like, well, last story of an example. There was this woman I literally couldn't stand. I was very immature. I was like 19 years old and I went to this program and I literally, she was the bane of my existence. I literally could not stand her. Um, but near the end of the program and that we would argue all the time. Like I was very difficult. I was literally crazy. Um, we just didn't match our personalities. It, it did not work. And um, old Jackie was very aggressive and like not afraid to let it be known. So, um, you can imagine I like made it very clear. (laughs) I was like, I don't like you. I don't respect you. And she was literally on staff. Like, again, I was crazy, but anyway, um, near the end of the program, I remember reading that like, okay, serve your enemies, pray for them, whatever. And I, I just took it so literally. And I was like, okay, I can't stand this person. She's ruining my life. But like, I'm not clearly right either. So like, let me serve her. So I remember getting her plate from her, like 
there were like 30 students and we're all eating. And I like, I think people literally laughed at me, but I, it was just something I was doing that was for me that I was like, I'm going to take this so dang literally. Um, and it sounds really dumb now and like just funny, but I, we, she was finished eating. I got up, I grabbed her plate. I went, I washed it. I was just like, I'm going to serve you. And I kid you not, it was like the first real example, first tangible example in my life where I saw like the word be put to work and I, my heart changed, um, towards her. And I started feeling bad for her for different reasons. Like not like pity, just more so like I wasn't so angry at her. I could like see who she was. I could see, and, and I had empathy for her just as a person. I, things she did and said and all that just bothered me less. And like, to this day, like whenever I think about her, I'm like, Oh, (laughs) our daughter just walked in. But whenever I think about her, I just, I have nothing in my heart. That's like bitter, angry. And she, there was no apology of any sort. There was no nothing. And we, we went at it guys. Um, so yeah, it's just, there's an example of like, how it really did like your heart will change if you like just continue to serve them and love them well. And, um, yeah, that was kind of a lot, but that's what we got for you today. Yeah. And I I hope that, you know, ultimately it's a message of hope and forgiveness is a, it can be a long process and it's, it's definitely a lot of work, Mm -hmm. but we want y'all to know that it's possible and it's yeah. possible to get to a better place. Um, and I, I think the other the other piece, though, is the comeback can make you stronger. Like yeah. us going through that stuff, even though it wasn't fun, mm-hmm. and it required a lot of work, a lot of selflessness, a lot of dying to yourself and humility. We are now that much stronger for all that. Totally. So that Absolutely. can be your story as well. Absolutely. I believe it will be like if you put in that work, it's just it's hard not to. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah. So thank you guys for listening. And um, we're excited just to start this this new year out with y'all on this topic. Mm -hmm. Um, And really, we would challenge you as as well as ourselves. If you have any unforgiveness towards anyone, just go go do it. Go be the bigger person. Mm -hmm. And um rid yourself of those ties that can hold you back because that unforgiveness can keep you from your calling. It can keep you from being who you, you want to be or who you're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And so you have the power Mm -hmm. to go and make the first step to righting wrongs. And, um, and it's affecting you whether you know it or feel it or not, you know, mm -hmm. it really is. But yeah. So we challenge you to do that. Again, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And um, again, I am Seth. And I'm Jackie. You want to say, and I'm Kennedy? I'm Kennedy. (laughs) This is Never TMI, and we are signing off. Peace out. Peace.